Hey besties, welcome to Homeroom Podcast. Today I'm joined with Gabby and Lise, and we're going to be discussing episode six, What Team? All right, so Lise, if you would introduce yourself. Hey guys, my name is Lise. Um, on Twitter, I'm at user PurseVBets. Um, my favorite ship is Rena, and my favorite characters are Gina EJ and Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's like a, a, an inside joke. Every guest we bring on has the same like favorite characters as us. Obviously. Yeah. Rena Hive literally has funny. one mind. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, it's true. <laughs> All right, Gabby. <laughs> um, hey y'all, my name is Gabby. Um, I use she her pronouns. And on Twitter, my user is ungodly Sophia. And um, my favorite ship is Rena, obviously. And my favorite characters are Gina, Ricky, and EJ. Obviously, the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just Perfect. literally not one flaw. All right. So going with our new format, just for the listeners, I want to explain that we're doing one episode at a time because we are finally in that last eight-week home stretch before season two starts. <laughs> so... We're going to have time to do one episode at a time and really get into it and also be able to cover some season two stuff before the season premieres. So we're going to get into it. And first, we're going to talk about who the winners of the episode were and who the losers of the episode were. Well, obviously, the loser was Nene. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There. I mean, she's the loser of most. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of sad. Yeah, she's... She didn't do much. She didn't really do much this episode, actually, now that I think about it, besides be a hater. Which she usually is. I think also Miss Jen definitely takes the cake for being <laughs> Oh my... Down terrible, actually. Oh my god, yeah, her job. She was literally going to lose her job. The fate of her job was up to children. Literal children. so sad. Really sad. She didn't even fight for herself, too. She was packing her bags immediately. (laughs) Right? Honestly, I would have done the same. The fact that they didn't fire her after that, like, is so crazy to me. Like, they just saw a bunch of kids perform, and they were like, okay, well, I guess you can stay even though you're a scammer. Because she could have been, like, a pedophile <laughs> or something to, like, lie to get into They really could have called the police on her and had her arrested. Yeah. Like, FBI. Right. The fact that, like, none of the kids cared. I'd be so upset. Like, <laughs> what? She just, like, lied to everybody. Oh, my she God. she for real need to be investigated. Scene. Especially if I that- were Amy. Yeah, that one scene where they're talking about her past and like they're all like, We don't care for Ricky was like, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, not Ricky. He was a real one for that. He was gonna be like, I think he's gonna be like genuinely mad at her too. He was like, No, I (laughs) care. That's pretty weird. (laughs) Good man, yeah. Yeah, so definitely Miss Jen was a big loser, and then Nini was a loser, a jealous loser the whole episode. Yeah, I would also argue that EJ was a loser because he just sat down and did not dance, not once. That was so funny. (laughs) That was embarrassing (laughs) for him. He literally sits down. 
That's terrible. And he thought he was going to be Troy. Like, he didn't want to dance. Right. No, this is why I really want him and Carlos to get the I don't dance duet in season two. Like, it just makes so much sense because he didn't dance at homecoming. And then he didn't do the routine with them. So, obviously, he, like, detests dancing. So, I think it'd be, like, a really funny duet for them to do. Yeah. It's Kim. Because Ricky's a weird dancer, too. Yeah. And then he has no room to talk about. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, no. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> horrible. Okay. And okay. then obviously and then who do we think? Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah, obviously the winner was Gina. I mean, she got serenaded. Sure. She got picked she up and spun win. around. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yep. She won the whole mm-hmm. thing. She no, just seems so much lighter this episode. She right, was. You could see her like hopeless romantic side coming out. Like, oh, that's my baby right. for real. <laughs> yeah, this was like I don't want to say this was her peak, but this five, six, and the beginning of seven are like her happiness peak, and I love and it. She looks really like snatched away. Mm-hmm. I know some of her best looks were in this episode. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that the when there was me and you was just staged really. Oh weird, my god, it was but like, so awkward. It's the best scene ever. Mm-hmm. It's staged terribly. Why? Like they, they're circling each other. It's kind of weird. Um, and I thought they were gonna kiss. Like every time, like I thought they were gonna kiss so many times. Every time they have a I scene, I think watching. they're gonna kiss. Like they, they just have that much chemistry. chemistry off the yeah. yeah. And we. <laughs> and then the weird part of them just like smiling in each other's faces like i was like can they do something like- <laughs> yeah and you can tell they kind of slipped in like the sort of romantic tension between them with that line that he said like stop thinking about you know anything that happened at homecoming right. like that line i know was like added on and with like with that line right and um when gina or when ricky's like should we do something and gina got like all flustered because she thought they were um he was talking about him and her that right there. Yeah. Like, I don't know how people see. Yeah. Cinematic excellence. The, the directors, writers, everybody was in there. Mm-hmm. No, the parallel, the parallel at the beginning from last episode when he was like, "Good night, Gina," to the next episode, "Good morning, Ricky." Oh, so cute. That's like my favorite. Or sorry, the reverse actually. Good night, Ricky. Good morning, Gina. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but. I don't know. They're kind of in their bag. Yeah, with this whole episode, like, right. I don't know how people still call Rina um, just a friendship. It's definitely more than that. No, because Rina's way like, more dumb in the head. Like, mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> they're just like, oh, yeah, I don't see it at all. Like, okay. <laughs> they're lying. Literally, boldface. <laughs> they're just racist, but that's a different discussion for right. another day. <laughs> right. For an- yep. Oh, but what was what was the other little crumb? I saw it on the timeline a couple of days ago, and it was like when they were all in the basement, and Gina literally could have sat anywhere. And she's right the next fact to that her. Ricky didn't give her the chair, right? <laughs> He's not right. It's very on brand. That's very on brand for him. Dash and misogyny for to <laughs> like she's literally sitting to the side of him. It's so you know what? Really That's okay. Let me cater to you, baby. This is your day. Like, Wow. You know what? And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Honestly, because you know what he he like was literally like after her like this is episode seven stuff but like he was like Gina's he was dedicated of that episode and episode yeah so it's fine and he learned that whole dance for her because there's no way he learned that Miss Jen dance without her help. See Gina teach him the steps. Like I think that would have been so cute. No, because it would have been so cute. I can definitely see them like off to the side, like learning together, yeah. just being all giggly and happy. Like I would have cried. And then oh Nini in the God. corner being yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> there was actually there was actually a Ricky and Nini scene after that performance that was cut out, which I think is interesting. It's almost what? like they wanted. Wait, did you not know that? No. They used no, a picture. No, what? Oh my gosh. I guess they had like a little moment or like oh, they yeah, high fived or something. And yeah, they posted a promo picture, but they it never got shown in the show. So I think they cut it. And I think they cut it because they wanted to highlight Rena more. That's my theory. So I think I think but that's pretty interesting. It was a good idea to play into the love triangle. What more. if it was her saying something shady? Ooh. Yeah. I feel like it could have been her, like, being like, oh, what was that? Right. Because of her comments. This episode definitely begins the downfall of Nini's character development. Like, Mm -hmm. if there was any. She really should not care at all. Like, she can be a little hurt, but she was, like, in her feelings. Like, for what? Yeah, I mean, and this is right after the episode where she says she's done with boys. I was so confused because, I mean, obviously it sucks seeing, like, your first love with somebody else, but I just didn't expect that reaction from her because the episodes prior, she really wasn't noticing Ricky at all. At all. So it was just a bit weird. She wanted that boy to leave. Yeah. Yeah, she literally tried to kick him out of her house in episode four so and also just, out of the play sense. yeah that too exactly. she was trying to get him out of her life like any means necessary and she didn't even care about what was going on with him and that he actually needed friends or anything she, she just, just wanted doesn't have out, the so. like capacity to understand and to like connect the dots between like his home life and like what's going on in like their relationship and stuff like i feel like mean like at least gina has a has like understanding because of her home life so she would get it but it's like uh, the fact that Nini doesn't yeah and we see sorry go ahead oh sorry I was just gonna say the fact that they've known each other their whole lives and she can't even like spare one brain please connect dots understand right like it's right in front of your face it's not it's not even like hidden or anything and she just refuses to like care about him until mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he can't have yeah, yeah right the whole childhood friendship thing like it really doesn't make sense to me because i feel like with rainy they're trying to do the thing where it's like oh you don't know what you have until you lose it mm-hmm. but it's like you should already know that from the start if they're that close since like birth it sounds like right yeah, I just feel like one of Nini's biggest character flaws is that she doesn't have the ability to empathize with other people. She always tries to turn it and onto herself, if that makes sense. And, like, I don't want to spoil anything because we'll address it in the Thanksgiving episode, but she has a conversation with Gina, and that conversation really annoys me because everyone played it off like it was a cute friendship moment between them, but she really made that conversation all about herself, and I really feel like that shows one of her biggest flaws is that 
she is really privileged and like she doesn't truly understand what other people go through because she lives such a privileged life. Which is why we need Courtney Correct. to clear her next season. They're yeah. definitely going to have drama. I think it would be really good to finally have Nini lose something. Because yeah. she's lost nothing and everyone else is losing and losing and losing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she, she could at least lose Courtney. No, literally, it's so funny. To be it's so funny be because all of the core four characters have lost something but her. Literally, but her. She got. She <laughs> never loses, and it's so. Like, what did she lose la- the, in season one? If you really think about it, oh, nothing. Nothing. Like Ricky for two weeks. It reminds me. Of, and yeah. she didn't care. At that it reminds point. me of this um, meme. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it was like um, the Unholy Trinity from Glee, and it was like everything about them, like the characters, like um, Santana and Brittany, and then for Quinn, it just said Teen Mom. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think that's how the core four is. Like, every, like, you can have a list of all their problems and home troubles, and Nini's is just like teenage girl. <laughs> no, literally. Two moms. In the, in the, um, what is it? The, the episode seven promo when everyone was like clowning EJ for like his losing followers and stuff, which obviously speaks to like a deeper problem that like he has. Mm-hmm. And like, when really y'all should have been clowning Nini. Like, She's just, she's a very like yeah. embarrassing character, and like I think it's really interesting how people like just like brush aside her fault, um, because like she's the main girl and we're supposed to like her. Yeah, it just really frustrates me, especially like for Gina. Like, just for reference, like Disney released a book about EJ and Gina called The Wonder Studies, and like in the book, Gina talks about a lot of her like wishes for East High and like what she wants to accomplish and she talks about how she really wants to be a leading lady in the new musical and like star alongside a leading man and have a romance and it just makes me really sad after reading that and after having watched season one that everything Gina wanted Nini got so she not only had to watch that but she also had so many like home problems going on behind the scenes too and it just really frustrates me because I feel like the writers aren't being fair like they're packing on so much trauma and like sadness to the other characters and Nini's going unaffected honestly and I don't know if that's on purpose but maybe in season two we'll finally see her with conflict yeah I think it's I think it's definitely on purpose right no, it has to be. I just hope that they don't do the thing where they make Gina so resentful of Nini. Like, I get it if, well, they are going to be back together, Ricky and Nini. But, like, I don't want her to be resentful of everything else Nini has. And I feel like that's what they're kind of trying to do is, like, Nini's the perfectionist, or not perfectionist, but the perfect person and has everything, like, in order. And Gina has a mess of a life yeah. right now. And I really don't want that. And I feel like that's the direction. They literally gave Gina a glimpse of, like, the highlight in the highlight in this episode. And immediately in episode seven, they're going to snatch it away. And that's so sad because, like, the song is When There Was Me and You. And that's about, like, Gabriella, like, you know, having all of these hopes and then being reminded of reality, which is literally exactly what happened to Gina, mm-hmm. which is just kind of heartbreaking. Yep. Those Gina Gabriella parallels really, really hit do. hard. There's just yeah. so apparent. And I can't believe people 
genuinely don't that's think that's true. true. Like, it's Gabrielle in the writing. writing. For no, real, for they, Like, no one can ever tell me, like, how Nini actually parallels Gabrielle besides the fact She's just that Filipina. She, like, oh, Filipina. That's like, it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know Vanessa Hutchins was Filipina. Like, the, the whole country of the Philippines is now Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, there's no factors of them that are the same at all, other than she gets the guy at the end. Exactly. For now. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just to circle back to the beginning of the episode, I just want to do a quick recap of what happened. So it's the Monday, they're back doing cast. And, you know, and Ricky. Yes seemed very very friendly which was i was really surprised about because i'm assuming their homecoming was on like a friday and so from then to monday there was only three days that had passed i was really surprised that they were as close right. as what we saw the timing of the show is just so weird like yeah. um there's inconsistencies it's really weird like because... left and right in so many places yeah yeah okay so one inconsistency that i like see so vividly in my mind is literally um homecoming is what october 4th Mm -hmm. or something and then when gina texts ricky at the end of the episode he opens his phone it's like november 27th wait what and when she said yeah when he says when she's when she texts him and it says like your dad's so cool takes mm-hmm. after you literally says like it's november what oh ciao yeah <laughs> With those not a lot of things details, but it's not looking good for tim <laughs> it's not looking good <laughs> for that man wait it said it said november 22nd <laughs> it said like november but no, Thanksgiving is the next week, um, the next episode. So I'm kind of wait. So was there homecoming as in November when... then? No, it was in October. But the poster that Gina says sees <laughs> says October. Oh, um, I'm just gonna look away. <laughs> no, but yeah. then that means like, Ricky was literally thinking about movie. homecoming night for the entire month. <laughs> huh? <laughs> he was. Wait, but that might be an explanation to why they were so friendly. Like they got really close over those few weeks. Yeah. But still, maybe they have. Why like, is there such a gap? A break? Well, I don't, I don't think know. So but because, if you think about it, it I is kind of crazy. So because Baby Red and Ricky had that little conversation, and he was like, "What happened last weekend?" Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah. oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. That is three days later. He's terrible. So they are just down. And we literally time. know that the Miss Jen thing is the next day. So I'm kind of confused as to how the timestamp well, is Tim completely has, different. People have called out Tim for his bad writing before. Like for example, in episode one where Carlos tells Ricky Troy would never ar- arrive late and everyone like <laughs> should have known yeah. him for that line because it made no sense and then Tim was like mm-hmm. yeah like my bad guys but we need a proofreader or something better. like we need to get Katie on? in the writer's room that's the problem I just can't believe nobody <laughs> sits down and says I can't believe nobody just sits down and says have you watched what you previously wrote like why do you it's giving Riverdale a little bit? Uh, that's one of the like, cons of the thirty-minute like epi- like limit cap is that they have probably have to scrap so much footage, which is annoying. They're their own worst enemy for that. Them. 
like give just give them an hour i don't understand literally like all of the marvel shows have like pretty long like running times like i just don't understand why and like there's so many characters i feel like i talk about this on every episode there's so many characters and like if they're trying to do like a true ensemble show instead of focusing on four people then they need to extend the episodes like it's gonna be a hot mess if they don't Tim doesn't have the range for that that's the problem really cannot write that many doesn't but there are unannounced like guests as well yes Mm -hmm. yeah unannounced guests that's what matt said and honestly i think he's trying to hint at um like random people like honestly i don't think they're gonna be big people but still Mm -hmm. that takes away time yeah for the people that don't know matt did an interview that went live yesterday and basically said that there's gonna be a lot of new characters that they have been holding as a surprise so that should be interesting. We already have new characters. And on top of that, now we're going to get more new characters. And we only have 30 minutes. So we'll see how that turns out. Hopefully they're just little cameos and not like characters with storylines. Yeah, like the Martha. Yeah. Also, speaking of the mess of the show, um, EJ, this is the episode EJ told Nini about a billion stories, right? He kind of came mm-hmm. to her, and I yeah. think that was well done. Like, it wasn't, like, outrageous, but then, like, the next episode, they cut it like EJ's an idiot, and he, he's, like, spilling all his secrets on live. Yeah, that was right. so Like, once, one day, he's finally, like, owning up to things that he should be owning up to, and then the next day, he throws out all out the window and just starts unprovoked lying, like, not lying, but telling people about stuff. And it's just like he looks so stupid. Yeah, that's Tim's. And he's supposed to be what they do to like um, every comic relief character, even though he's not really one. I feel like because he's more part of the main cat, like the core four. But you know, like there's Sam from Glee. um, Yeah, he's giving me Sam. Mm -hmm. Just making them dumber and dumber. He's definitely yeah. You said Eric Matthews, and I was like, oh, my God. He's- real oh men, God. though. Those aren't real men. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh. But they all yeah. men. <laughs> real sexy men. But you know <laughs> what I found interesting about EJ's conversation with Nini is that he didn't, like, rat out Gina and, like, her role in, like, take That's the- a, a good, good man. man. A good man. Yep. Especially yep. because, like, she, like, And you see, that's why... I'm confused about him in episode seven because in episode six he's owning up to what he did. He's not trying to flirt with Nini. He's not trying to do any ulterior motives or throw anyone under the bus. But then in episode seven, he literally throws Nini under the bus and makes her FaceTime that girl. From I would have done the same. <laughs> Karma. Why did he do that? EJ, if if they're gonna ruin his progress, or they want him to stay like evil or whatever he has a perfect opportunity to throw gina under the bus not for the phone thing but he knows something went down between gina and ricky and he literally could have told nini that like as like oops did i say that and would have like messed with her head way before and and then nini could have told ricky and that would have like and i think that might still happen um in terms of like the angst that like yeah i hope it comes up i want i really want ricky because i really feel like ricky would definitely take that and like run because like he's he's sensitive so it's just like i feel like he would really like take that and be like was our friendship a lie like that would be really cool i 
Honestly, I every day I think, I think they they're going to go in that route. I like, so. every day I think about because that more. then, like... It would be really good for angst, but also, like, we've moved past this, and if he's still thinking that she hasn't changed yeah. at all, like, then it's kind of redundant. I don't know yeah, about... I still want it for angst. Like... <laughs> Like, I, it's I gonna be good after to like his like character though because like like he's canonically like terrified of change and yeah. so like feeling like oh like this whole time she was like stabbing me in the back and like she never really like cared about me and so does that mean like the way that I cared about mm-hmm. her wasn't real either yeah. um but then like the conflict that he'll have with me like I feel like that is a genuine storyline that they could like go through that would like be accurate to their characters, but I don't know if they just are sluts for me. So it's just, it's just like Ricky. It's like regardless, the way they handle the situation is going to be like interesting to watch because Ricky has never really had to deal with people coming back. Like mm-hmm. leaving is like sort of a thing that's been happening, but like people coming back is even more foreign. So him having to deal with that, that's going to be really cool to watch. Yeah, and Sophia kind of like hinted at this and in an that's interview. That's why Nini can't leave and come back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nini mm-hmm. can't leave and come back because it's going to be the exact same thing as yeah. Gina. And I don't want that them to make them so equal that it's like, it doesn't matter who he ends up with. Like, I don't want that at all. Yeah, Sophia kind of like hinted at that in an interview she did a year ago after I think it was episode nine. And she talked, she kind of like talked about the moment that they shared when she came back and like how awkward it was and she talked about like why it was awkward because like they didn't know that she was coming back there was no point in going any further in that conversation and like getting emotional if she wasn't gonna stay anyways and then Sophia was kind of like well what happens when she does come back for good and we're going to kind of see the fallout from that and see, like, how they both handle it. So it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Her so big brain. So mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. Right. That's really going to be a good question to ask because Ricky's whole brain mm-hmm. And I think it would be a great no, He was freaking out so much. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, I think it would be a really great scene because whenever Ricky talks, like, most of the time, it sounds like he's crying. <laughs> yeah he's very brutal like my god <laughs> yeah. he just looks it's very, very Sean sad all the time a little bit <laughs> yeah he's got those really sincere it's eyes really like just either like he was just crying finished up crying wiping his tears in the bathroom or he <laughs> is currently crying it's crazy <laughs> That's why I couldn't even tell when he actually was crying that one scene. Like, he was crying, and I was like, why does he sound like that? But he right. just looks the same mm-hmm. as always. Oh, my gosh, guys. This is the episode with um, where they started hinting oh, at Red oh, Rose. Good Lord. So it's a curse episode. I and it's all because of Dora um, getting injured. <laughs> Honestly, I think that that ship was going to come up regardless. Like, I just knew something was good. They were going to pair Big Red with someone. And if it wasn't Ashton, it was going to be a man. And they were never going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just so bad. So, They're both clearly gay. They like, had to it, do it. 
like very clearly gay coded and like <laughs> weird. I don't even understand. Like they're both super oh, and, gay and like, like as mm-hmm. well. Beyond so, gay. I just Where is gay? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> for a theater department there's too many het couples or they're hinting at too many like this is yeah a- right i feel like they should just be like everyone in the show is gay unless they're um confirmed yeah. straight because honestly absolutely none of them none give of them. straight vibes like even ricky and gina like themselves just gives off chaotic bi energy it's true. Like, if Nini wasn't such a menace, honestly, I would be able to see that chemistry that could come, mm-hmm. but, like, they don't mm-hmm. like each other. I don't know why that... <laughs> I'm but a- I won't speak a- on that And anymore. I'm not afraid to say <laughs> I can't stand it, actually. Like, beside the point. They're really good, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're so Canon, good. Gen- like, could never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nothing is going on between them, like at all, except like hatred. I'm, I'm really sorry. After they... that conversation, oh this literal hatred. After that conversation that they had at Thanksgiving, where Nini made Gina's struggles with moving around a lot all about herself and how she insinuated that change is good and because she could have a fresh start. I could never ship them. And, like, that's no disrespect to people who ship them. Like, we all have our own taste, but just, it's not for me. Yeah. I yeah. definitely think that was on purpose, too. That Nini said definitely just made it about herself on purpose. As she does. Every, but it's like every time she's talking to Gina or every time Gina is even mentioned, she brings up herself completely unprovoked. And it's insecure. really weird. And I feel like oh, she's going to do it me? again. She's definitely gonna do it. Oh my god! During that party, she definitely is. No, oh Gina, I'm so glad you came back. Like, I'm really scared because I have a decision that I may or may not have to make um, about potentially leaving (laughs) that I can't really disclose. Like, 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 nobody cares. Four, three, two. By the way, I'm going to a new school, guys. One, happy new year. (laughs) I'd actually be so pissed if she does that because I'm pretty sure the New Year's Eve party is also supposed to double as Gina's welcome home party. Yeah. So if she makes it all about herself, she can't let that. I'm gonna have some words. I'm reaching through that screen and smacking her. Yeah, Nini stands are gonna have to look away. It's gonna be bad for her. Yeah. (laughs) Also, speaking of Nini, people love to say that this episode gives us her best outfit. But the more I look at it, the more I'm not feeling it. <laughs> the pink sweater? Yeah. Which outfit? I don't know what it the is. Pink with the with the cami underneath? That bow that she yeah, wears. I think it's the boots. Okay, none of her outfits were good, but that was definitely her best one. Because I'm like, I really guys, the episode Oh yeah, you, know, you can say, go, we hold don't on. See any like good outfits for her, like the costume department like screwed her over fully. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that episode three outfit is growing on me like the pants are bad but i like the shirt <laughs> the one she wears when she's singing the duet with ej oh i think it's cute it's growing on little me, guys workout practice <laughs> right giving very athletic all her outfits like the top half look like 
leggings. Like they'd be a normal outfit, and then you'd think she'd pair it with jeans, mm-hmm. and then she or wears these sweater leggings. Over her dress. Boots. Every outfit. Do you not have any other shoes? <laughs> she needs to. They need to stick with the style for her. I don't know why they didn't stick with those cute little floral dresses. That's definitely what she would be wearing. Like if she wants, if they want to do grandma chic, like that's fine, <laughs> but it needs to be cute at least. And she's best friends with uh, self-asserted yeah. like fashion. That can't show, even but... dress herself, but anyway, like everybody's auntie, it's not okay. <laughs> it's absolutely not okay, actually. Also, speaking of the outfits, um, I don't know why this is like Tim's favorite writing style, but he needs to stop making it seem like. Carlos and Seb are like terrified every time they talk to somebody because Seb was going to say he felt like home in his outfit and he had to walk up like he pissed himself or something and had to tell Carlos. He was like, It's because you're gay. It's because they're gay, promise. You didn't know. That's how gay characters are written. That's just how they navigate the world normally. No, but that's actually so concerning. He really thought Ricky was gonna hate crime. No, in like that. that um, yeah, it's not so okay. So funny. Does Ricky even look like Ricky? Looks like he'd be hate crime. No, Ricky is definitely just very obviously a bisexual. And like, yeah, that's, that's your ally. Like, he does not look like I. I would imagine EJ would hate crime, but EJ's gay too. <laughs> They're all Limbrick. pretty, you know. <laughs> yeah. Where else? Oh, but guys, this is also the episode with um Miss. Ch- okay, wait. Pause. Talking about Miss Jen for a second. I'm still confused. Her name's not Jen Jennifer, right? So why does she keep like? What's she hiding? What's her actual last name? I'll find out next season with her million. I was so confused. You won't know either. Probably she's a liar. Shows trying to make names a mystery because if they're not going to be super outrageous, I don't really care. Like yeah, we do not care. (laughs) (laughs) Thelonious Jagger. (laughs) (laughs) Thelonious Jagger. That ruined my whole life. Oh my god. Something catchy and out there like Austin Monica Moon, like that was kind of funny. Like or it needs to be like CJ from Andy Mac. Like no in between. I need them to confirm Gina's. Oh my God! When they do an EJ, I'm afraid they're gonna make his name super biblical Christian type. Edward Edward Jones (laughs) Elijah. I mean, I feel like Edward Jacob just makes sense. Like, oh just it'd be funny because it's kind of Twilightish, but like, it's also I could definitely see Gina and Ashley, but and I Ashley making like, fun of him for that, like for having like a Twilight-related name. That would be so cute. Yeah, my little found family. I hope they do found family with them because EJ doesn't really like Ashley that so much. So I'm kind of confused. People are always like, I love their relationship. What relationship? They don't even have to take cousins. When he shows up at her house for no reason. I had to look up stuff that happened in this ep. Um, but um, them being rude to Carlos really just pissed me off. 
because he was really a little bit homophobic. Mm. Like they're so mean. Yeah. Like, what if you did this instead? Like it's like freaking Natalie. Mm-hmm. He's like literally a sophomore, and it's like the juniors kind of were getting up on him a bit the most. And it's like leave him alone. They were ganging up on him, and all he was doing was trying to get them to practice and telling them an idea. I really don't know why. And they never did that before. Like, he was running dances exactly, before, so they were just being difficult because yeah, Miss Jen, Jen wasn't all there. She does. When Carlos tries to do her idea, they're so mad. And it's like, the idea made sense to me. Like, the force of boys. I think it was supposed to be like, I think, you know, yeah. like, walking around the school when she's singing? When there was me and you, and like they have those huge posters of the basketball players, and she's kind of like walking past them and all that. I think that's yeah. what it's supposed to be like, which is why I was like, "What do you, what do you guys mean? This doesn't make sense. Like you don't know what they're going for." I just think they phrased it weird. Like I don't think he should have called it a forest of boys. Like maybe like. Oh, uh, I don't know. A forest makes sense, but like I mm-hmm. think it's staged. It would've been staged differently. But the idea is good. I don't know why they yeah. were so mad about oh, it. And then they yeah, started to go weird. all feminist on him. Like, yeah. shut up. Like, who was supporting Gabriella? Supporting nobody. sisters. <laughs> nobody. She was the new okay. girl. She literally had nobody. Literally, everybody was trying to get Gabriella uh, exactly. apart exactly. from Troy. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. But. I did rewatch when there was me and you like the scene and it's probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like I was like I can't believe that this first movie is what made High School yeah. Musical famous <laughs> because Jesus Christ it's pretty pretty bad. Hopefully but we can look back I at mean, High School Musical. It was good. <laughs> season 1 and be like wow this shit was garbage. Good thing it's not like season 2 and 3. I mean, that's already what I'm saying, but... Yeah. I mean, if season two is really ten times better, like they say, then it's going to be really good. Because season one wasn't bad, but I think it's just the anticipation that's making everyone really scared about that. Because it might end up being, like, an amazing season. But right now, we're all really scared. It's coming on a Wednesday. To drop... (laughs) I would have dropped it immediately because this hiatus is making people realize mistakes, um, errors. <laughs> we literally have a, our magnifying glass out and we're finding new mistakes literally, every single day. Literally, the hiatus made us start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're bored out of our minds. This is and terrible. They're withholding everything. And we're like fighting each yeah, other. It's like, so people shady. are not being nice to each other anymore. Like we're all like, shut up. Why are you like, thinking this? Keep like happening, it's happening, getting and bad. It's gonna make this what could have been a good season just look very bad and sloppy. Mm. Yeah. Well, real quick. And then we're all building up not really crazy expectations and like really <laughs> okay. But yeah, we're all building up crazy ideas or like not even like our realistic ideas sound bad too. Like nothing's really sounding good right now. 
So it's not real quick, good. guys. So there's a theory. But it's we'll called the see. Tim birthday theory for the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so fun fact. So they released the first look at the season, like little promo poster on February 24th. And that was almost a month ago. And that was a Wednesday. And Tim's birthday is March 24th, which is this upcoming Wednesday. So we have to devise a theory that the trailer is dropping on Wednesday, exactly a month after they released the promo poster. Will we, will we be wrong? Probably. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Did Ashley do anything this episode? <laughs> Just be annoyed. Her fit was kind of um, cute. Not at all. She danced with Big Red. Yeah, she kind of ate it. Truth, Justice, and Songs in Her Key is the best original song. Not the best. The best ensemble original song. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, the best one that's mm-hmm. not written. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's so I fun. listen to it in the car all the time. It's just you know, good. It's such a cute song. I yeah. was happy. I mean, but it's a little corny, but it's a fun little song. I like it more than um, Born to Be Brave. What's the one? Oh Born gosh, to Be Brave. Yeah. Just because that, that was way cornier. It's very much. This is Disney Channel, and like they're singing as a group. Born to Be Brave more if we saw Ricky and Gina dancing to it or something. Literally, I don't know why they didn't do that. <laughs> literally, literally, <laughs> that was uh, such a missed opportunity. There's so many missed opportunities when it comes to Rena. Now that I'm th- looking at it, like they had five, not five episodes. <laughs> they had a whole wish. saga. They had three like, episodes come on. Where they were like right. so close. And it's like, that's like a good chance. It was literally the Rena Diaries. Why not pay more yeah, attention? They could have done more. It makes me so sad. Yeah, let's hope that Tim learns. But I think that's the beauty of Rena not necessarily being planned in the way that it actually like panned out. And I think that. If it had been planned and we got like what we originally got plus more, I don't know if it would have really lived up to what we mm. necessarily like wanted yeah. it to. Yeah, because they're accidentally like just That's perfect true. for one another. Like, mm-hmm. the, I love that. I can't believe that that was so fully unplanned. Like now that I think about it, that is yeah, so bizarre. It's crazy how that works out. <laughs> yeah, that's I love so crazy because they literally are perfect for each that's other. That's like, insane. The characters because are actually perfect. Not only do they have the chemistry, yeah. but their character are crazy because like kind of insane. Puzzle. Like it's they perfect. Didn't, they didn't do chemistry reads for the people auditioning for Ricky and Gina, just for the people auditioning for Ricky and Red, and then of course Ricky and Nini. No, because yeah, really. They didn't I, do a chemistry I, I guess they didn't feel the need to. They said they were going to be That's funny. anyways. I feel like they would have posted about oh, wow. it. I mean, Matt and Olivia don't have chemistry, which I mean, that's good because he's 20 something and she was like 16. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the whole Rick team, Ricky team, EJ thing still doesn't make sense to me is because, like, you could instantly mm-hmm. tell, like, this is not going to work. Yeah, what was and the point? We're all yeah, I was not... Like, it was so instant. I don't even know yeah. why they thought Honestly, that was like they, did a like, they shouldn't have even done that. Between Josh and Matt more than they did for Matt and <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just glad they got that love triangle out Oh, of my the God, window, yeah. Because, like... 
I remember mm-hmm. like when episode five came out, like Sophia tweeted like the poster for the show and all four of them together. And she's just like, doesn't this poster like hit a lot different now? She's now? such a troll. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia oh, is so woman. sick. <laughs> <laughs> and she's it's funny. True. She's such arena. That post she made in like, I think it was like in November and she was like, um, Gina, they're gonna really wish they treated you better. And I was like, girl, she, is just, girl. she knows what we want and she gives it to girl. She's a girl. I was like, this is so ominous. Oh, wait, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, where she's just like posting on a balcony or something, or the one where she's like, yeah. And I was like, is she even allowed to be posting this? When she posted yeah, the she's thing, like, they're gonna wish they it was like a bond versus, yes. versus a relationship. Oh my god! That was red me and Reno. She was talking to us. Yeah, that didn't even. Nobody even mentioned. <laughs> she really? No, she's so funny. She just mentioned Reno unprovoked. Like one of my mutuals, she she tweeted like a tweet. It was about like mean girl soft boy ships, and it was like pictures of like Brucus and like other ones and Sophia like quoted it unprovoked like yeah so like funny. they hit different like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those are such good things to She's do like funny. I wish the cast was more active on Twitter because what a great way to give mm-hmm. out hints about your season yeah you, holy shit <laughs> right when she um posted that thing on her Instagram story and it was like the art of me looking really mad and hug, like <laughs> not well. She's just like, so Yeah, sorry, I'm Arena and I'm proud. <laughs> I literally I remember when she liked POV at it, I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. this is like she she knows what she's doing. She used to like um edits on Instagram too. Like she was very involved. So yeah, basically. What else? Do we I have like to we say about? did not have <laughs> really covered anything. Yeah. Wait, let's talk about let's talk about the content at the end of the episode because I feel like we've just been brushing over it. Yeah, but I mean that. What? what the text oh, and the spin hug. Oh, the hug. Six hard. The spin hug is so. No, how, how can you write perfect. that in and then expect me to root for anyone else but them? Like. Hello, like, he's but why enough. did EJ look mad? I don't know. I, I, what was he mad about EJ in the context of Rena? I literally uh, fear uh, Portwell. I don't know. Yeah. I really buy that EJ was more jealous <laughs> of um, Gina in that situation because Portwell really doesn't give me anything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, literally. He didn't care. He asked her if she liked Ricky, and she was like, I don't know, maybe, basically. And then, like, he dropped think, it. He didn't bother her after that. So I don't I know they why they even had him looking that mad. Was, what I was saying earlier, and with this, that look, it would have made sense for him to whisper something into Nini's ear if he wanted to really be a menace. And, like, yeah, Ricky and Gina are getting way close. I should know. And then it would just throw her off. <laughs> but, yeah. Who should have done that? I think it's just an ego thing. <laughs> yeah. EJ, like, oh wow, Ricky stole my girl, and now he's messing around with Gina too. Like, what does he have that I don't like? I think it's an yeah. Ego thing. 
I think it's yeah, like that an be. ego thing, and I think he just doesn't get yeah. freaky. And it's like, what is it about this guy that has all these girl like has all these girls like coming to him and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I think CJ needs to get himself a little gaslighter fit, like Ricky, and he'll be good. <laughs> EJ needs to enter his whole face. Mm-hmm. The face. <laughs> a little jacket too. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what if they tried to do that and like pulled a like you just want to be me and he like I comes think, in honestly, after break and he wants to be this is what I want. I know it's not gonna happen, but I'm gonna just hope I'm gonna manifest it. The way we know EJ can't dance, right? It would be great if we saw him practicing a mm-hmm. dance and he just like slipped and hit his head on the floor and then they do that <laughs> glee episode. They do that glee episode where everybody like switches characters. Oh my god. Oh my god. That would be so <laughs> funny. I just saw that clip from Lee that for the first time. So and I was like, what good. is oh this? It's but be, it, was it would so be funny. great for high school musical because even though the characters, a lot of the side characters really don't do nothing, they're kind of still like there's a lot to them. Kind of, yeah, defined like, by like, different you know what, things. I would love to like interact in like a parallel universe. I think that's so I love funny. one of my favorite like tropes is when we get to see ships like, interact in a parallel universe yes. and they still chemistry like the soulmate. Yes, and- um, like if we'd gotten like main cheerleader girl Gina that and would like be Jock Ricky or something like that in a parallel universe, so cute. I would eat that up. Sorry. Oh, oh my god, so good. Oh my gosh, guys, I I literally think about this so often. I don't know why I think about it so often, but what were they filming that is just the guys? I, and I was so, like, it's it still bothering me. I can't tell if they're going with high school they were two, two or three with this season. Mm. I thought it was one, two, but oh, I feel wait. like maybe they yeah. should three. It's I mean, yeah, honestly, honestly, three maybe vibe it, because going out of order would make sense. If it's an all-guys scene and it's them getting ready for, like, the prom or something, or at least helping EJ get ready, that's the only thing that really the, makes sense yeah. for me. Not helping EJ. Oh. Yeah, do we, do we think that it was a prom scene? Because they were all wearing suits, so it could either... Yes, I when I tell you I did my salute thing <laughs> and I literally tortured myself and sat through it and zoomed in to see what they were wearing and Carlos was wearing a suit and so was and so was Rick. I thought Carlos they no, found no, out he was, was just wearing a did. really golden yeah, jacket. They thought the jacket was part of his fit, but he was just oh. covering up with it. That's his coat. That's what yeah. they wear to hide their costume. Yeah, people thought it was like a shiny top for his outfit. That's why oh, people yeah. thought he was going to play the candle, yeah. which yeah, is just not happening. Is. Man, these <laughs> fix have got me so deluded. I'm like genuinely no, like, I know who's casted, like, so that sounds crazy. Like, oh, I'm so worried about the casting. Like, in my head, it is set in stone, like, not even... I mean, I honestly, it is set in stone. They can't go wrong. If they do, if they mess up the Beauty and the Beast casting, I don't really care about everyone else, but if they don't do what we've expected them to do oh, for that, I'm sorry, y'all I mean, have to direct me to the Rena scenes and not streaming at all. Right. <laughs> Rena slow dance scene Wait, first. This Pat. Honestly, I would be very scared if 
Gina and Ricky were Belle and the Beast, I would be very scared. Ricky is just like so deluded into this idea of like a showman's and stuff like that. Like he mentioned it in his "I Love You" speech, right? To the point, like he's just going to confuse the feelings that he has there, and like I want his feelings for Gina to be very in his face, very obvious, and like not have anything to do with whatever. That's why them being understudies would be like such a good thing because I feel like. You know, obviously, it relieves him from being a main character, um, which is, like, really mm-hmm. good for the show because, God. Um, I'm thinking, like, I what think- else can we milk from this episode? Honestly, this like, I was, like, hyping these five, six, and seven up, yeah. but they're kind of really simple. I, I think we can drag this gen for a good five them minutes. All the time. Yeah. But honestly, what the hell is wrong with her? That's so crazy. She's going to jail. Eminently. Literally, I, I always see, like, people... <laughs> I think that next season, they can't do the same thing. I don't want them to do the same thing in any way. So if they're going to do that Miss Jen's oh, job as a Jeopardy thing her again, I don't want it. Break her out of jail. That's but it's all going to happen. I literally need her to have no, a sister. Mr. Mazzara with his robots breaking the lock on her jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, god. Really you said Sophia Bush to come be her sister. Hot, successful sister. That's just been booking, <laughs> booking roles. Chad, my camera, where you at? Mm-hmm. That would be so funny. I think I mentioned this. I don't know if it got cut or not, but um, Chad Michael Murray is definitely going to come on High School Musical. He's everywhere. The way he guest stars on every uh, show, like, he's going to come and get his check. be a jump scare. He is like a parasite. It's his agent and Lucy Hales that was so hard. <laughs> Oh god, I think Lucy Hale could be on the show. Yeah, I'm not even joking. I feel like that would be very probable. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Lucy Hale never plays her own age. She's always playing so up or down. Freshman, that she could end up being like the new freshman. Honestly, the new freshman. If she has never played her age, give us um, Rena. I'm gonna make sure Lucy Hale goes to the set and. Puts her little one season spell, cancels her song. <laughs> Lucy Voodoo. <laughs> Lucy Voodoo. I mean, honestly, if they give a cliffhanger, like Ricky's going to tell Gina, I mean, no, Ricky's going to tell Nini he We're loves trying. her, like, I again, actually, I would just be like, all right. I'd actually put in so much effort to make sure that season three never sees the light of day. Absolutely. Like, I'm starting rumors about... I'm photoshopping <laughs> Tim tweeting that. I'm sorry. I'll do it. I'll, 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 I'll walk down to this. Walk down to... I'll go to Disney and pitch a little Miss Jen spinoff and make sure they keep that up instead. <laughs> Like, no season three premiere. It'll just be a little episode they post in the middle of the summer where Miss Jen's just like, I have a better opportunity. I'm leaving. And she gets a show in the city. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to teach for Lucy Hale. And that's no, how it feels good. <laughs> I feel like if they did a spinoff, I don't, I don't know who it would be about. Honestly, I think they would do one, like a sister show that's like, Robotics club, but like, what, would, it, like what would the plot be? Corny like like I think zero plot. Like, no, because wait, I think it would doing a spinoff with Ashley. I don't know because of how much she does, mm-hmm. like all of her extracurriculars and stuff. I want to pull and not make full spinoffs, but just start uploading shit to YouTube, like 
<laughs> what Eli? Eli was gone, but he had that whole little like, YouTube series like when he was in college, and like it tied into the plot of the show actually. So they could do something like that. But I need to know what Miss Jen is giving these kids right. to make them so upset yeah. with her because I would pack her bags for her. She's so weird. Everything as long as cut. Natalie Badgley so. is not singing, I'll enjoy all the songs. After what she did this episode, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see her or hear from her ever again. Yeah, no, she's evil. She's done absolutely nothing for society. And we're definitely gonna see more of her. I saw what I think. I think Frankie posted it, and it was like she was in the um, in a room, like they were all hanging out between filming, and she was there, and nobody else that was there was like Natalie as unimportant as her. And I was like, oh, she's gonna be important. (laughs) (laughs) So she's a sick individual. The way that Rena's threatened her all the time just because so she interrupted like, that one hug. See, though. there's people so talking. Funny. Like I hate that so much. <laughs> they were no, like, having a moment, and she just interrupted and dragged her away. But guys, it's, it's because she's her, a Rini. Nini set her up to that. <laughs> Nini gave her Nini one set her up, and so don't blame her. Right, just like Ashlyn. Right. Oh <laughs> Wait. Here's my thing. The only there's only two people in the whole show that gave Ashlyn compliments, and that was um what's his name Red and Nini. And I'm like, honestly, she should have just started dating right. Nini immediately. She should have just been like Nini. Your boyfriend It'd doesn't really like you. You should honestly, date me. Like, I don't... I don't know. I could just do Tim's job better than him, I feel. Because I would have wrote Ash Nini. Makes so much sense. And the drama of there being, that's my cousin's ex. And then it would give us good cousin moments between Ashlyn and EJ. <laughs> but Tim That would be so funny. There's so many like ships that exist now that I think about it. There's a lot. And I don't think any of them like a lot of them don't make sense but they sound so good together. Like if so- if you told someone that hasn't been in the fandom like that about uh what's her name? Ash and Nini, like they'd be like what are you talking about? That doesn't even sound right. But it then like so good, if you think about it, it makes sense. First if I were Ashlyn, I would have told you need to cut it out. Right. Because I didn't hear the thing. No, why no, did she say Why did she start yeah, saying but that? Was weird, like, so. Every time every time Nini was in a scene, it would have been so much better if she just shut up. She didn't open her mouth. And you know, I think it's life true. would be better for her as I well. Ashlyn, I wish Ashlyn had a backbone. Or I wish and Nini, I, I wish like Ricky or something, or I wish Ashton overheard Ricky talking about he th- um he thinks that him and Nini had a moment there because honestly, what the hell was he talking about? <laughs> what was He's I such a menace. He just wanted to say about. anything. They did not have a moment. Literally, if you watch it, 
he did you like the camera doesn't even show that he was there like you see him walk through the door and then like that's it there's no moment they barely look at each other until the very end like wow it wasn't really a moment but i guess maybe that was to show that he's kind of dumb after that he's like yeah we had a moment but after that whole thing with gina he'd be like probably still think they're friends I know. I think about that a lot. I don't, does he I don't think know that he likes Gina. Like, like he does. I think that Gina but does he know that he liked Ricky when she left, but pushed away her feelings. And Ricky's not going to realize he likes Gina until she Ricky. comes back. I think Ricky's upset about it because he does like her, but mm-hmm. he doesn't know why he's upset. And that's why he just says, Well, I have better things to worry about because Nini does know that I like her. And I know that I like her, but he doesn't like her, you know? He'll be like, oh, wait, why does this feel different? But in a really good way. And then, you know, that's how we win. Ricky gives me the vibes of, um, I don't know if you guys saw this yesterday, but the best TV show, Friendship Pool. He gives me the vibe of J.J. Pope being ranked in that. (laughs) Just like, that's the same energy. It's just like a couple on the street. That are clearly together and like, what good friends? He's very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably all he thinks. That's, he oh my god! Relationship, which is why he's so obsessed with Nini in the first place. Yeah, he's the perfect main character because main right. characters never know when people have crushes on them. Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah, the main character. Emphasis on Nini being a main character. He's and like, if the show was solely about Ricky, I would have been surely here. Does not feel like a main character. Like it's crazy. I don't know how they did that. I think that next season Ricky's definitely mm-hmm. gonna be more of the main character. Cause, well, if Nini so, goes away, it's so bizarre how they wrote that because. I should be able, like, I feel like if I asked anybody, they would say Ricky is the main character. But even, like, with shows where, like, it's like most shows, too, where the main character does get outshined by the side characters, you can still name them. Like, you know, deep down, the show is about them. And I just can't do it with Mimi. Like, with... Yeah. I feel like pre-driver's license, most people would have been, like, the person that they, like, know from the show mm-hmm. is Ricky. Like, that's the person everyone knows. That's who the attention is from. Like, nobody was tweeting, oh, my God, Nini's so cool, like, when the show came out. Like, everyone was like, team Ricky. Mm-hmm. Ricky's so yeah. perfect. Oh, my God, we love Ricky. Ricky, 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 Ricky. So, yeah. Nini's just kind of the the way that Ricky becomes relevant in the show. Like, the show's about the drama club, so he needs the self, he needs self-insert. To join. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. The self-insert. That's, yeah, that's literally why people ship yeah. me, actually. <laughs> Last thing I was going to say is <laughs> Every Tim week. wants to be Ryan Murphy so bad. And he's just not going to do that. Because Ryan Murphy's an awful yes. person with awful last seasons, but like at least I knew the main character of the shows. Like nobody really likes Rachel, but she's definitely the main character of Glee. Yeah, and Tim just can't do that. 
It's it so funny. Me off that they didn't really the, um, read it before this episode. Because Larry's, like, really talented. Right. The way he, like, picked up the dance and stuff, like, super quick for Dara. Like, he's super talented. And, like, they just didn't use that enough, I feel like. Okay, that's all for episode six, What Team. Big shout out for Gabby and Lise for joining us. Make sure you follow them on Twitter. And, um, yeah, hope you tune in for next week's episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.